0: What's going on, Investor Family? Listen to the Stock Market Tour Guide Podcast, where I help you navigate the uncertain world. of the stock market. I'm your host, Stock Market Jay, and I'm here to save the day, bringing you some news you can really use regular fundamental analysis, helpful insights, tools, and strategies. All right, guys, so as we begin each and every episode with a disclaimer, this is not financial advice. I am not a financial advisor. I am not your guru or anything of the such. I am, however, an expert in uh, fundamental <laughs> analysis, and fundamental and in value investing, right? I've built the reputation and I've built the track record of being able to research and analyze uh, businesses, kind of fundamentals, uh, at their core, in order to determine what's a wonderful company and be able to find valued uh entry points, uh, and being able to you know reap the benefits of those entry points that i have found right and be able to get optimal appreciation in the the investments that i make right so that's what i do and it's my job it's my goal to uh, equip investors with the skills and with the tools needed to invest safely, practically, and intelligently, right? That's why this is an educational platform. So any information you get is for educational purposes only. I do believe that proper education prevents poor performance in the stock markets and in anything that you do. And I mean, if you want to learn how to win the game i I suggest that you learn how to play the game, and that's what I'm here to do. I want you to be able to leverage my expertise, leverage my experiences, leverage my wisdom, and leverage my time in the markets to your benefit, okay, so you can become equipped with those skills and tools needed to invest uh safely, practically, and intelligently. That's why I am your tour guide, right um I'm here to show you the way, so without further ado uh let's always. Uh, do your own research before investing. The uh, stock market is a risky place already, but you can limit the risk with proper education. Proper education limits risks and maximizes profits. Keep that in mind at all times and just understand and know that I got your back. I'm here for you. So. In the meantime, between time, grab a copy of my uh ebook. It's available on Kindle and Amazon, uh Beginner's Guide to Stock Market Investing by uh Justin Ellsworth. And follow me on Facebook. That's where I'm the most active at, uh, Stock Market J. Uh Stock Market is one word, J is a separate word. Follow me on Facebook, and I'm here for you guys, right? Um So today I wanted to discuss the state of the markets. Uh right now we're in a pretty funky state. In the stock markets, there's so much information coming out. There's so much going on, from the the, the geopolitics of it. You still have the war in Ukraine. You still have uh, Chinese no COVID policy, which is actually, um, it's actually spiraling into something else, right? So the no COVID policy is actually turning into protests in places like Apple and Tesla and things like that. And in all of the American businesses that are multinational companies, right? They're all feeling the impacts of that. Um, and it's just getting tricky. The Chinese economy is a tricky place right now uh, for businesses. And it always has been. Uh, FX volatility is uh, definitely still a thing. It's still impacting businesses' earnings, Um a good thing is supply chains are starting to, uh, you know, kind of like come back. It's not as, it's not as hard at getting uh products in and out as it was in the past. So supply chains are starting to kind of, you know, lighten up the supply chain uh, uh bottlenecks or, um, you know, things like that. They are starting to uh, ease up a little bit. So that's a bright side. Um, the markets aren't trading on fundamentals right now. Um, They're trading on news and economic data, right? Um, A bunch of uh, different headwinds businesses are facing um, with very few tailwinds in between. (laughs) Um, So I just wanted to kind of touch bases on that real quick, especially speaking of economic data. Uh, The markets have been rallying, but they have also been very, very volatile, as of late, uh, they've been rallying because the Fed has Fed Chair Jerome Powell has, has stated, and this is something that as an investor you should have seen coming if you keep up with the markets. But anyway, uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell stated that the the Federal Reserve was going to slow down its interest rate hikes. So instead of doing seventy five basis points or raising interest. Or interest rates by point seventy five of a percent, they're gonna actually slow down to a fifty point basis, a fifty basis point hike or a point fifty percent interest rate hike instead of the four seventy five percent, point seventy five percent. I'm sorry. Um, here's the thing: if you keep up with the markets, if you keep up with the the economic data like you should be, you would have already seen it coming. The markets just reacted to it because. He physically said it, right? So the markets reacted a couple of different times. They reacted when the CPI data came out, which suggested that inflation was uh, slowing. They, The markets reacted, and this is to the upside. It reacted to the upside, very, very, very lucrative days in the markets on these particular days. And that's why you have to, that's why it pays to stay invested, right? The, those that take took their money out of the markets, you missed these rallies, you missed this upside. Um, the markets reacted to the upside when... The PPI, the producer pricing, just came out, and it just was kind of uh, highlighting and confirming th- the same data that the CPI was was highlighting, that inflation uh, uh, is easing a bit. And with all the information coming out, uh, the Fed had their meeting in, uh, in November going into December. They, they determined that they were, in fact, going to slow interest rate hikes. They're not going to pause. They're not going to pivot. And a pause is when they stop completely, which could possibly happen around February. Uh, Maybe as early as January, I doubt it. I think they'll do one more uh, rate hike, but on a 50-point basis, maybe on a 25-point basis. Um, I do believe they're still going to do one more. So February, maybe March, we could see a pause. They can see what happens when the—because this is lagging data. So they can see what happens when the data—when the the, uh, impact of this data— or or these interest rate hikes kind of like comes to fruition they'll probably um reconfer or or I'm going to say they're going to um have another meeting and kind of see what direction we're going in whether it's getting to the point where they've been too aggressive maybe they have to uh, pivot right or or maybe they can just continue to pause they might have to start raising again but this is what the data is suggesting and, and and but this is the thing though the markets reacted to things that we were already aware of, right? We were already aware as investors, if we've been uh, keeping up with the markets regularly, like we should, we were already aware of inflation being cooled and slowed down due to the CPI, right? Due, you know, due to the in- information. Uh, no, we, we've been aware that inflation has cooled due to the interest rate hikes that we've been, seeing over the past four months, four or five months, interest. the Federal Reserve have been aggressively raising interest rate. They don't they they're doing their best to keep us from a, a, a hard what's known as a hard landing, right? They're trying to make it a soft land. Hard landing is just when they, they 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 take us into a recession, right? They're too they're so aggressive that they take us into a recession. That's what they're trying, they're looking to avoid that. So they want to give us a nice soft landing where the economy isn't impacted too dramatically over these interest rate hikes. That's what they're looking to do. That's their job to keep inflation at uh optimal levels and employment rates as well. Uh so another data point came out, the jobs report. Um job gro- growth is slowing, which is a decent thing. They don't want job they don't want uh uh hotter than expected job reports. They don't want job reports to come in red hot suggesting that the economy will continue to grow if you get a strong jobs report more jobs are created than expected unemployment is lower than expected or you know things of that nature then what happens is the data will start to point towards more jobs created means more money being uh, made and earned more money being made and earned means more liquidity into the economy more liquidity into the economy means more inflation the name of the game right now for the Federal Reserve is to pull the liquidity out of the market, right? Quantitative easing is when they pump money into the markets. Right now, what they're doing is quantitative tightening with the interest rate hikes. They're pulling their liquidity out of the market. They're making it less favorable to want to borrow money. They're making it um, to where it's, it's not as much liquidity in, in, in the economy and in the markets alike. The housing market is going to be losing liquidity. The automotive market is going to be losing liquidity. Um your 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 their stock market is going to be losing liquidity the the, the economy is going to have liquidity sucked out of it that's what happens during the quantitative tightening so as an investor it's literally our jobs to stay on top of this so we would have already known if we'd been doing our due diligence right we would have already known that the markets were that that we were going to be having a slow in And interest rate hikes, right? We would have known this already because the CPI suggested it, the jobs report suggested it, the PPI suggested it, like all of the economic data is suggesting it, right? And then on top of that, Federal Reserve had a target goal that they wanted to be at as far as the interest rates that they raised it to be, right? They wanted to be around, I believe, 4.25%. At the last meeting, it was at 3.75%, which they had raised it to. Like over the past months, they raised it to that level. That means that we just do a little simple math. To be at their target, they only need to raise it another 50 basis points, another 0.5%. We knew this as investors. If we were on top of this, that's why you have to do your due diligence as an investor to stay ahead of, What's happening in the markets? You have to, or you'll get left behind. You have to look ahead. And the markets are always looking ahead. The markets have been reacting to this for the last two, maybe three weeks now. And they had their final rally when the Fed finally came out and said it, because the, the the markets love it when you actually say it. Like It's not just enough to have data pointing towards it, but when you actually say it, that's a whole different level of crazy that the markets are going to go into. And that leads me to my next bullet point of it's extreme volatility in the markets right now. Extreme volatility. Mondays are typically red days um in the markets. And and that's been throughout history, man. The markets have typically been red um on Mondays just throughout history. It's it's always been like that. Today was no different, but today was a little more risk off. Um so you're gonna have the markets down uh, the Dow Jones down 1.4 percent. The S and P 500 down 1.79 percent. And of course, in in an in extreme risk off time, the Nasdaq is going to get hit the most. It's down 1.93 percent, right? And this is this is expected. Okay, this is expected on a Monday. But what this suggests to me is, especially with how far down the markets were, what this suggests to me is people are becoming more risk-off on the markets again, okay? They were risk-on real heavy over the month of November, meaning they were buyers of stock. They were definitely more willing to put their capital into the markets. And right now, I feel like the way that December is shaping up, is going to be more risk-off. December is going to be down, 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 down. You'll get a Christmas rally um, around the 22nd. I believe that's when it happened last year, the 21st, 22nd of December. And... Then back to, you know, I believe back to risk off uh, come uh, uh, the first, maybe the second week of January. That's going to be my prediction with that. But right now, the the trend is definitely going to be people are risk off at this point in December. Right. There's been a, a very um, negative and pessimistic market going into at least at the beginning of this month. And investors should be wary because. These are volatile times in the markets. I've been saying this for the last maybe month. The markets have been extremely volatile um you have to do your due diligence. you have to prepare yourself. You have to be looking ahead. you have to be patient. you have to be building your 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 capital reserves so for when people are risk off today, like you have stocks that are just like individual stocks um you have stocks that are down let's say 2% today, 3% today. Uh you have stocks that are down, you know, 5% today, maybe some of your bigger companies and stuff right? Like you have to be prepared for this. Uh Palantir was down 6% today. It's not a bigger company, but I mean it is a bigger company. It's 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 um you you have, you know, BYD uh uh these guys were down uh 5.4% today, right? You have companies that are just like taking a massive beating on the day uh because people are gonna be risk off. Um and you have to be prepared for this. You have to be prepared. You have to understand that it's it's only gonna get Tesla was down six point three four percent today. You have to understand that it's extreme volatility. And for those who don't understand, 6% is a, it's a decent amount. Like, that's a decent amount. Let's say you bought Tesla a week ago when it was up, riding high. You know how much money you just lost? That's because you haven't been being patient in your buying opportunities. This week is going to be a good week to buy Tesla. This week will definitely be a good week to buy Tesla. I, I can definitely see Tesla getting beat up this week. I can definitely see Tesla getting beat up this week. Um, the markets have been very risk-off. Um, and, and like I said, going into December, it's definitely been a down market so far. I can see this being a week to be a buyer of stock, maybe around Wednesday. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, that's when you want to start being a buyer of stock right there, right? You don't want Like right now, the markets are giving back those gains. Let them keep giving them back. Let them keep giving back those gains. And that's what I want to get investors to start to understand is that that level of patience, right? The level of understanding that the markets have to come back down to reality at some point. And that's what they're doing. Don't get me wrong, they're, they're already, the individual stocks are still down 30, 40, 50, 60, 70%. So they're already down. But I'm just saying to get the most out of your. You're, you're 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 the most bang for your buck you don't want to go buying stock in a com- in a company that is up 12 15 over the last week or two right that's an inflated stock at that point that it, especially in a volatile market like if the markets wasn't this volatile if the markets were trading on fundamentals instead of economic data, if these were your ordinary markets, then fine. You buy that stock, especially if you feel like it's gonna be going up, 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 up in the way over the next five, ten, fifteen, twenty years, right? It doesn't matter about a dollar, two dollars, ten dollars if you believe the stock if it's a twenty five dollar stock and you believe it's gonna to get to fifty, if that stock starts trading at thirty bucks, it doesn't matter. It starts trading at 32 bucks, it doesn't matter because you believe by the by the by the fundamental research and analysis that, that by your future projections that's gonna be a fifty dollar stock in five years. Do, that doesn't matter at that point. You just buy it uh at whatever point it's at. You find your nice entry point, you buy it on the way down, you buy it halfway back up, who cares? Build you at a nice position. But you don't go in buying when a stock is up twelve percent, fifteen percent over the last week, over the last two weeks. That's just ridiculous. You you sit back, you, you you abide, you wait, you wait patiently, you build those capital reserves, and then when the time is right, you find that right entry point, you've come up with the proper entry point, and then you strike, and you strike hard. And then when those rallies happen, guess what? You're going to benefit greatly on it. See, because if let's say if you were buying on any of the rallies, the recent rallies, right? You were buying a stock on the recent rallies. Right now, when you have stock like Tesla down 6%, you're feeling it. If you bought during the rally, you're feeling it. That's just what that's just the point blank period. And you're gonna feel it throughout the duration of December. I promise you that. December is gonna be a risk off month. December is gonna be a, a month where people aren't looking to people are gonna be pessimistic on the markets, they're gonna be negative on the markets. You mark my words, this is gonna be a risk off month, and it's up to you, the investor, To be able to find the bright spots in the markets, to be able to find the buying opportunities in the markets, to be able to find the companies that aren't inflated, that haven't been up 15% over the last week or two, right? It's going to be your job as an investor to be able to look for those, to find those opportunities in the markets to where you can potentially reap the benefits of, you can reap the benefits of, This volatility that is the stock market, don't get me wrong, it is um, an upside to being in a volatile market if you know what you're doing, because what goes up must come down. Like, everything has its polar opposite. The law of polarity states that everything has a hot or cold or left or right or up or down, right? So just like the markets have been volatile during the rallies, they've been giving back those gains and even taking away more, they've been taking more on top of those gains, it has been like that over the course of the last couple of months. If you can recognize those, not even just the pattern, but you can recognize, um, you can stay patient enough to be able to see what's happening in the markets and be able to pick your buying spots, you will be able to make a lot more money as, as opposed to dollar cost averaging right now. Right now, it's not... Dollar cost averaging is phenomenal for whoever is that's their investing style. If that's your investing style, you continue to do it. If your investing style isn't dollar cost averaging, then you don't want to just pump money into the markets every single week. You want to wait your turn and let the markets give back those gains and let the market listen to what the... You have to be the market whisperer during a time like this, right? You have to let the markets give back those gains. And then you still have to be following your fundamental analysis and your research and understanding that, and this is another thing I wanted to touch on too, speaking of fundamental analysis. You have to understand that during this time right now, companies' earnings are going to be tightening. They were so inflated all of 2021 because of all of the economic stimulus that Twenty twenty two has been a cycle, a trend, a pattern of contracting earnings, contracting revenues. Companies are slowing, right? And and you've seen this all across the board because people aren't spending money like that. Inflation is killing people. That's the silent tax. So they're buying less of the goods that they would normally bought, and and guess who who, who feels that companies' earnings feel it, their revenues feel it, right? Their margins feel it. You have to understand this, right? Um, right now we're in a housing bubble, so guess what? When people, right, we're still making houses and doing construction at record pace right now, but when, guess what happens when that stops? Companies like Lowe's, Home Depot, these construction companies, they're going to start feeling it. Their earnings have been inflated for so long, it's going to come back down. It's going to come down, and then the stocks are going to come down. Does that mean that they're bad companies? No. That means that they're trying to give you an opportunity to, to, to finally get a piece of that stock at an uninflated price. You have to. This is called market sentiment. When you understand that, if you understand, one, you have to be able to look ahead to see this. And then two, you have to have the investor acumen to be able to jump on that. If you see earnings starting to to come down from let's say a lows or a home depot, what are you gonna think? You can either think one of two things, man, I don't know, this company's starting to tank. Their earnings aren't doing good. I'm gonna steer clear of them, or you can think the inverse and be like, hey, this has always been a wonderful company. It's gonna continue to be a wonderful company. They have the same management team. They got the they got the same uh uh you know the the same business model Nothing has changed. They still got a bunch of cash on hand. They still don't take on debt. They're still expanding and growing. I might want to catch them right now where they're feeling it a little bit. They're feeling a little tightening. I might want to catch them on sale real quick. That's how you pick winners. You can invest into a great company all day, but if you don't invest during the right time, you're you're going to be playing a losing game. You're just going to lose money. And that's what I want everyone to understand. That's what I want to show and uh, a shed light to investors. It's going to be, be patient. L- listen to what the market tells you. Be a market whisperer. Listen to what uh, a company's earnings will tell you. As companies' earnings are contracting and tightening because of, you know, a lack of economic stimulus. Listen to what it's telling you. Go back and look at pre-COVID earnings. Companies will come back down to that. The companies that grew during COVID will be beyond that, but guess what? They're not going to be at their 2021 levels because it was extreme economic stimulus in the world, it was extreme liquidity into the markets. There's a bunch of quantitative easing, easing going on, so numbers might not be at 2021 levels. But the great, the great company, the wonderful companies, expecting to be above pre pre pandemic levels, pre COVID levels, but don't expect them to be at 2021 levels. That's asking a lot. You're asking a company to still be producing at a rate when people were getting crazy amounts of money for free from the government when they're not getting it anymore. You can't expect that. So just keep doing your fundamental research. Keep doing your fundamental analysis. Keep up with the economy. Keep up with the markets. Keep up with what's going on in the world today. Keep up with what's going on in business today, right? I'm not talking about... uh, you know the the regular news, your local news, I'm talking about the business news, the Yahoo finance, the CNBC's, right, There's things like that keep up with that and and I promise you, I promise you you'll come out on top as an investor, you'll appreciate it, you'll thank me, you'll thank yourself, and your your your, your, your portfolio will thank you for doing your due diligence and doing your research. All right, investor family. Uh, I'm Stock Market J, and I'm here to say today, bringing you some news you can really use. Until next time, guys, peace.